0: America Podcast, where we stand up and speak out affirming American excellence. Coming to you deep in the heart of the Midwest, located in an undisclosed log cabin on the outskirts of town, your host, Marquis Vandemark. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Affirm America Podcast. On this Thursday, January the 12th, 2023, Boy, it's raining cats and dogs outside this morning. It's milder than heck. It's in the 40s, but you must be getting that California weather coming this way because it's downpouring outside. But, hey, it's nice and toasty inside here. Thanks for joining us on the Affirm America podcast. I'm your host, Marquise Vandemark. Hope you're having a great day today. These are your top five headlines. Let's start off with headline number five. The Florida legislature looks to ban China from purchasing land in the state. From the Daily Caller, Republican Florida Governor Ron DeSantis confirmed at a press conference on Tuesday that he supports banning China from owning property in Florida. While at a press conference announcing his project to restore Florida's Everglades, DeSantis confirmed that the state legislature has an appetite to ban Chinese Communist Party influence in the state, including Chinese purchases of Florida's residential properties. Newsmax. While announcing a $3.5 billion commitment for clean water projects throughout the state, Governor DeSantis relayed that it wasn't in Florida's best interest to have the Chinese Communist Party owning farmland owning land close to military bases. Okay, so this is what a good conservative looks like. This is someone that understands the threat of the CCP coming in, purchasing farmland, especially near military bases. We can't trust the Chinese. They're stealing our intellectual property. They're looking at our military technology when they get close to military bases with their property purchases. They try to steal everything that they can. This is how they operate. This is their MO. And it's uh, very dangerous. And Ron DeSantis understands that. We had only wish that the uh, Biden administration would understand that. But, of course, uh, Joe Biden is deep in bed with the Chinese, as we learned through uh, Hunter Biden. And all this will come out, I'm sure, during the committee hearings. Compromised Biden. So let us... Uh, be aware of what the Chinese are doing, buying up farmland. Bill Gates is, too, and you have to question what his purpose is. He's connected very deeply with the World Economic Forum and the globalists. And so kudos to Ron DeSantis. He's making a good choice for banning the CCP from purchasing land in Florida. All right, headline number four. Stacey Abrams ordered to pay an additional $231,000 in legal costs. From Fox News, failed Democrat Georgia gubernatorial candidate Stacey Abrams, Fair Fight Action Group has been ordered to pay a quarter million dollars in legal costs by a federal court. Fair Fight Action, a voting rights organization founded by Abrams, was ordered to pay $231,303.71 in legal fees after their longtime predominant case, Fair Fight Action versus. Raffensperger, came to a close with a federal judge ruling against them in their remaining three claims. From the National Review, the costly ruling is the latest in a series of setbacks for the Democratic media darling. Despite raising more than $100 million for her 2022 gubernatorial bid, Abrams' failed campaign wound up more than $1 million in debt to vendors and outcomes several former staffers blamed on reckless spending. Well, well, well. I guess the little Democratic darling isn't so darling after all. And it's just more proof, hey, the Democrats just don't know how to spend money. They, they just don't know how to balance their books. They're not accountable. How anybody that had a $100 million budget came up with $233,000 in unpaid bills is just staggering to me. Now, you can only imagine if she ran the state of Georgia like that. So I hope the people down there in Georgia realize that uh, Stacey Abrams is not the best choice for your state. In fact, she's not the best choice for any state and, God forbid, for any federal government agency because she's just a a reckless spender and she's uh, progressive and some of her views are way out there in the left. So uh, let this be a lesson. Let's learn from the mistakes. All right, headline number three. Representative Mike Gallagher to probe China-friendly corporations with new committee to keep China accountable. From the Washington Times, the incoming chairman of the new House Tough on China Committee is putting big tech, Disney, and NBA executives on notice as the panel prepares a probe into the Chinese Communist Party's growing influence within the U.S. Representative Mike Gallagher who will oversee the House Select Committee on Strategic Competition between the U.S. and the Chinese Communist Party. Hugh Hewitt, you saw that a lot of Democrats ultimately came down in favor. They expressed recognition of the threat posed by the Chinese Communist Party, particularly the economic component of the threat is what Democrats tend to get motivated by. From the Washington Examiner, Gallagher wants to use the panel to uncover how the Chinese Communist Party uses access to the country's consumer markets to influence American corporations. Gallagher also said he wants the select committee to help the U.S. fortify itself against Chinese espionage efforts on American soil. All right, so this uh, Chinese committee, select committee with uh, Mike Gallagher heading that committee is very, very important We're beginning to uh, have our eyes opened to the influence of the Chinese Communist Party. We're seeing it in multiple fronts. The COVID uh, lockdown is very much part of the system of control and command, which is a target of totalitarian countries like China. This is the things that they're doing over there. We saw how that failed now that they opened up all the Covid barriers and and released the mandates and the lockdowns, then we saw this huge surge of COVID virus spreading like a wildfire. And we can only pray and hope that those variants don't end up here on uh, U.S. soil. So the Communist Party is uh, influenced in many different ways. In the wokeism that we see, multiple expressions from Chinese dissidents, those that have escaped China have talked about this that the woke use of language is exactly what the Communist Party uses to influence and to uh, subvert and indoctrinate the society in China. When they saw it here, it was a big red flag. The hairs on the back of their necks stood up because they realized that China is reaching into our society through corporations. I mean, the corporate world is getting into the wokeism baloney. We see it all the time. A lot of the corporations are sold out, sold out to the Chinese Communist Party. For economic reasons, they sold their soul, and as a result, we're seeing influences up and down the line in our government now, in the transgender issues. These are all influences, DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion. These are, these are not the things that America is built upon. And so I hope this subcommittee can really put things in check, really expose them, expose how much... Uh, Biden has been compromised by the Chinese Communist Party and their family. And this is a very, very important committee. And uh, we're going to keep an eye on that. Mike Gallagher is the best person to chair that committee. All right. Headline number two. Additional classified documents have been found in Joe Biden's possession from his time as VP. From town hall. In the same week news broke that Joe Biden had taken classified government documents from his time as vice president in the Obama administration to a private Penn Biden center office. Another story Wednesday reported that those weren't the only sensitive documents Biden took with him in an alleged violation of the Presidential Records Act. NBC News, aides to President Joe Biden have discovered at least one additional batch of classified documents in a location separate from the Washington office he used after leaving the Obama administration, according to a person familiar with the matter. Biden told reporters Tuesday that he was, quote, surprised, end quote, by the discovery and that he didn't know what was in the documents. Katie Pavlich, if Biden, quote, doesn't know, end quote, what's in the documents, how does he know there wasn't other classified information in the unsecured office? All right, so this is, again, the same two-tiered justice system that we see. Don't do what I say, do what I do type of situation. He's always pointing figures at Donald Trump, but when it comes to him, it's, uh, you know, he's off the hook. This is the problem that we have. And, uh, you know, you, you hear the media, you know, supporting him, telling, them th- telling us things like, well, that's not the same thing that with what Trump did. And, and actually, it, that's true. It's not the same. In fact, the president has more lead way. He's the only person that can uh, classify or declassify documents. So having those in his possession is not nearly as egregious as the vice president, who doesn't have the same powers at that time. So he's actually more at fault. You know, where's the 50 FBI agents kicking down his door searching for the other documents that this old man doesn't remember where they were placed? Who knows how many other documents are in there? He can't even remember what city he is in when he was on the campaign trail. So how do we know there aren't other documents out there that are laying around somewhere exposed to national security interests? Again, two-tiered system. This is the problem. This is why we got to fight back. This is why the Republicans got to have some teeth. And this is why we got to have balance in our government system. All right, headline number 1. Biden extends COVID public health emergency. Fox News, the White House's Department of Health and Human Services, HHS, has extended the COVID-19 state of emergency. HHS Secretary Xavier Becerra announced the decision Wednesday via a declaration titled, quote, Renewal of a Determination that a Public Health Emergency Exists, end quote. President Biden said that during a television interview in September of 2002 that the COVID-19 pandemic is over. Axios, but the Biden administration is likely to face pressure to lift the emergency from newly ascendant House Republicans who have already announced investigation into the U.S. COVID response. Okay, so yeah, there you go again. I think there might be a little bit of pushback on this one because, um, you know, again the lockdowns or whatever, i don't know what they're going to do. With, you know, calling this an emergency. I think a lot of the American people don't trust this administration and the health department. I mean, with the Fauci situation and all the misinformation that was floating around and what's come out now with the vaccines, I think they're going to have a big problem if they try to shut things down again and closed schools, and whatever that, that means, it's very dangerous. It's uh, The repercussions on this is, is going to last for decades, I believe, especially with the young people missing classes, wearing masks that were never effective anyway in the first place. So uh, you really got to question where it's coming from, folks. I mean, it's uh, very dangerous. We saw what happened in China and how they manipulated and it was really a mass control mechanism to keep order of the communist party, the totalitarian dictator. And a lot of people have uh, thought that maybe this was a trial run to implement that here in the U.S. using the COVID as a, a Trojan horse. So uh, we'll see how it all rolls out. Um, I don't think people are going to be happy about it. And unless there's something we don't know about, I know China has uh, exploded with the virus because of being locked down. they they lost all their natural immunity options because they weren't exposed to the virus. And we can see how that worked. Let's see the facts. Let's see the real science here. See if it really is that dangerous. I kind of doubt it. The numbers have dropped considerably here in the U.S. Again, Biden administration makes a declaration of emergency health considerations. All right, those are your top five headlines for this Thursday. 12th of January. Thanks for joining us on the Affirm America podcast. Have a great rest of your day. Stay dry. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless you. See you then. This is the Affirm America podcast with your host, Marquis Vandemark. And let's never forget, America is great and we affirm it.